five breakfast catch up son of a governor how you doing i'm good man are you doing you doing well i'm easy i um i just finally listened to the whole song and it was so funny because obviously there've been snippets of it on all of the social medias for months and as soon as the the drop happened i just sang the whole song <laughs> because i knew all the words <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's very exciting i must say i'm i'm feeling very keen for this one and you know we'll just see how it goes but just trying to have fun and hoping that people enjoy it so i'm glad you've been able to listen to it before everyone else has can i tell you controversial statement but it's my favorite song of yours and i've played i think four out of the six songs you've ever released have been playlisted on my show and maybe three yeah. of them have charted you obviously yeah. did your national live debut of wrong time what seems like a million years ago now is it normal have you like calmed down yet No, it's still not normal. I literally was like I was I was messaging everyone going like, "Oh, please can we try get on like Dan Corder show? Please can we try do the radio stuff? I'd love to do it." It's it's still so weird to me. And and I was saying to my mum, it doesn't feel normal. It it still feels like I'm living out a dream and and just having so much fun in in the process of it, you know. And and at the end of the day, honestly just trying to take it day by day because there have been awesome experiences that have kind of presented themselves to me over the last year and just trying to take them with both hands and you know keep this thing happening and hoping to just continue to write songs that people like i mean you've done songwriting and music making in la uh you've gone on a european tour with dearly beloved matthew mole who adores you by the way i had him on the show for his new song just before he left and i'm part of a message uh, when you guys got back and it was just like best time so much fun you're gigging in dream venues i saw you at kirstenbosch uh, for december which apparently is a dream of yours and then you just very casually open for one republic in front of tens of thousands of people on multiple nights across the country <laughs> what is the peak of this first year of yours as a musician what is the highlight you i mean hearing you list things off it, it, none of this feels real it, i think what was so weird was playing the first night for one republic was it was really stressful and whilst on stage i didn't actually have that moment of like oh my gosh look at this this is so incredible and i remember getting off stage going like that went so fast because you get on stage you get into the into the zone and you just start singing and then i think in the pretoria shows i really like tried my best like 20 minutes before to just like chill out and calm down and take it in and i think there really have just been so many moments but i think like the the first night of pretoria was the moment of like oh my gosh what the hell <laughs> you know <laughs> going on tour with matt was unbelievable it it really has just been a year of like if you had told me all of these things would have happened at the end of last year i would have told you to shut the front door get out of here that's not happening i would have been pretty sure that i would be going back to university next year yeah. you know it really has just been such an incredible journey that i really do not take for granted and it's been yeah just so much fun I remember we had a kind of conversation after we met and you performed Drunk Time for the country on the show and I was like what's happening next and you were like yeah there are all these things I'm going to try them I don't know if they're going to work or if they're not going to work and we're going to have to see in a year later I couldn't be more proud of you man because like when the one public thing came through I was like right that is it in one year that is incredible I can completely understand I can't remember my first show on 5 which was a, a life shattering changing moment for me um somewhat comparable in different lanes uh you must have been so stressed was there a moment when you uh, forgot your own name or maybe any of your own songs I've had one or two where I've messed up lyrics but they've been to songs that aren't released yet oh, so great. perfect <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So at Daisy's I performed Last Call for the first time in South Africa and 
I forgot the lyrics in verse two. So I just made the lyrics up on the spot. And nobody realized, but I, it was just like the ending line. At the end of the show, David and Bubele came up to me. They were like, don't think we didn't realize. Like we, we heard that, but nobody else realized. What was the alternate um, ending to this love story that you made up in real time? Jeez, I can't even, I, I, it was the end of verse two going into chorus. And it's like supposed to be like, oh, I'll die, hap- oh, I'll die happy tonight. But I ended up singing like something weird about like I was like and and I'll always be by your side or something like that. Oh, and but that's not bad. But I, that's all right. Yeah, I I completely <laughs> forgot. I completely forgot. But it was just like a little line. But you know, we just take it as it comes. It's definitely a new approach to songwriting to forget your own lyrics and then just make up replacements in the moment on stage. That's excellent. So yeah, listen, man, I really adore this song. Like the the hook has been stuck in my head four months i do think it is your best work so far and you know i adore your music i adore it uh, i adore the ep played all this all of your different songs what i want to congratulate you on is the fact of just singing about dancing to abba because that is the most universally resonant experience imaginable and the fact that you had that kind of insight and then fleshed out this song about meeting this person getting a kiss being like please can i see you again it would just be the best thing i just think you crushed it man i really think that there is evidence of that in the response from people who haven't heard the whole song i mean i've been seeing your instagram stories and everyone just posting it and losing their minds it's just that moment of people going yeah that's exactly it did you know that when you were writing it that it was going to be so on point not at all what what's quite funny i was actually chatting to to David and Bubele about when we wrote the song, we were really struggling with the pre. We kind of had the idea of the verse and we knew what our chorus was, or we kind of knew like we were going to go into those guitar hits, but we didn't know how we wanted to tie it together. And then Bubele got up and sat down at the piano and then just like started playing this riff. And that's the like, that is like kind of iconic to the song. And then I just kind of just like riffed out an idea and I said, and then Bobelli was like, wait, whoa, 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 hold on. And then we we kind of fleshed out this, this idea in that pre of like, we wanted to make somebody feel that emotion of like falling in love with somebody and that like emotion of like dancing with your friends, being with somebody that you love uh, within that pre, especially. And it, we didn't quite know what we were doing, but we heard ABBA when I was riffing. We were like, let's just use dancing to ABBA. And and I think for me, it's so real because I love to dance to Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA. If that I was song about to ask on, which song it was going to be. Man After Midnight. All right. Come on. <laughs> absolute tune. Who isn't going to get like absolutely buzzing when they hear that? <laughs> I mean, come on. But it really just was like such a special moment in that session. And I remember leaving the States and I was listening to a bunch of the demos and I had spoken with my manager and he just kind of said, when you listen to these songs, try and figure out which song do you keep on, do you like constantly want to go back to and why? And for me, the song that was the one that I kept on going back to was Last Call. And it was because of that, like kind of euphoric I mean, that's not the right word, but this this kind of like big pre and chorus that no, it is euphoric. It's completely euphoric. It's one hundred percent euphoric. <laughs> I never know, but it 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 just feels like falling in love. It, it, you want to go back to that feeling when you listen to the song, and yeah. and we, I really am so proud of it. 
No, I, I really think it is an all-time classic tune already. My last question for you, Will, is a bit of a weird one. Do you still feel like a kid? Like you've had such a wild year. You're young, man. Aren't you 2019, something like that, 21? Like, you know. I think I feel like such a kid when I'm on stage. I don't like being serious. And, and a lot of people go like, why do you go and set up your stuff? Like get somebody to do that for you. I'm like, I want to do it. It's fun. I'm learning the ropes, you know. I've only been doing this for about a year. And so I think I've had to mature a lot in certain spaces and I've had to try and hold my own in meetings and in rooms where I'm the person who's advocating for Will Lindley and what I want and what I feel. And I've had to learn to speak up. At the beginning, I would just kind of like sit there and let people talk at me and tell me what I should do. And I've learned that it's important to take in criticisms. It's important to take in opinions, but let that feel your opinion and help you mold an opinion that you want to implement in, in your strategy, in your life, in the way that you want to come about in the music industry. And so I really am trying to hold on to the, the wide eyes and, and like kind of deer in the headlights approach to things, because I think like there's beauty in the butterflies like there's beauty in not really knowing how to go about things there's beauty in ignorance but i've had to mature and become educated in a lot of aspects and a lot of ways in doing things and so i i love that question because i do feel like a kid in a lot of ways but i feel like when i need to be the mature like business 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 person (laughs) i can hold my own in a call, you know? I love what you said about not being serious because that's largely my job also. There's a great quote from a movie called um, The Great Beauty, which by the way, is an amazing movie, where this guy says, life's not, not to be taken seriously. You shouldn't take it seriously. The only thing that you should take seriously is the menu. And I think that that is like 100%. The only serious decision you will ever make is going into a restaurant and deciding what to eat and everything else. You can just relax. And that is a great quote. I think I need to get that printed out. <laughs> I might get a tattoo of it. Well, I'm so pleased to have heard the song. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch Up page on the 5FM app or 5 fmcoza